This is a We Are On We production. I'd press so, record as well. Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, it's been... I've I followed you on, on Twitter quite a while ago now. Because you've only been sort of active for like six months around-ish. Like, yeah, I, really I get that. Like really active sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, around that time, yes. Yeah, so, and you've grown quite decently. Like, you've grown, like... Uh, surprisingly, of, yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's... Are you happy with the at the rate that you're growing with with to that you're growing at at the moment? Um, yeah, like really, I didn't even expect. Uh, I didn't really go into this with the intention of like I'm going to you know be somebody. I I just kind of did it for shits and giggles, and uh, it started off on Twitter uh, with just replying to a bunch of YouTubers that I'd you know watched for quite some time now. And uh, now, now I'm here. Because, <laughs> yeah, and it's like you've, that's, that's where I, that's what, well, obviously that's where I found you on Twitter. And that's where. Yeah, that's where I'm most that's active, where I, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's interesting that Twitter, because a lot of people, um, a lot of people still don't like Twitter. A lot of people, like obviously in our sort of like alternative YouTube sort of space, it's a big thing. But oh, a lot absolutely. Of, it's hard to grow on just Twitter, and for, it's, and more importantly, it's hard to grow without any content. But you s- sort of grew off the name Young Crip, just replying to people and talking to people before you even had your first fucking video out. You don't yeah. see that a lot at all. No, I I think that was the interesting side of things because, uh, I like you said, I I built off of YouTube and then moved over to YouTube, essentially, and uh, that's kind of the complete opposite of how most other YouTubers did their shit. Usually they're, you know, YouTubers, and then they move on to Twitter because you have to have a sort of, you know, uh, way to communicate with your audience, I suppose, and that's one of the easiest ways to do so. And uh, most people that I know that are on YouTube uh, are still struggling to gather a Twitter audience where I'm kind of the opposite. I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel. Not that it isn't growing, but uh, I, I definitely started on Twitter. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to, like, you slowly, like, obviously you haven't uploaded a video in three weeks, and, yeah. like, that's whatever. But it's, it's quite hard to grow an audience in general. You see all these great channels that are, that are sort of stagnant, like, mm-hmm. at that like, like at quite small, like not big at all, like you know, less than your five thousands. Even some of them are stuck at like fifteen thousand or twenty thousand, and they're not growing anymore. Even if they're putting out content consistently, absolutely. And it's, and it's oh, it's funny that. And what I wanted to mention was how how do I explain it? Sort of that you are very open. You were very open with your audience, and like that's the key to growing. You got to personalize yourself with your audience, mm-hmm. and you are very, you're very honest. You're very straightforward. You can make a make a joke even about how you're crippled. Do you know what I mean? Not a lot of people can 
do that. There's not a lot of, like, the only other big example in that crippled sort of, like, in that sense is Ricky Berwick. And he's, you two are the only ones that I've seen on Twitter, on YouTube, on anywhere that have sort of taken that and sort of made it your thing, made it the reason why people will, will come and watch you, but then they stay for the personality that that person has. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that um, when when it boils down to it, I uh, when, <laughs> when I first started, people started gaining attraction, and uh, now I have a sort of small name for myself, uh, and it is getting bigger, and now I have friends that have been doing YouTube for almost years, some some of them, and they're still trying their hardest to, to gain an audience, to gain traction, and here I come, uh, completely out of nowhere, within a matter of months in my first video, which is a generic Q&A video, I will admit it, uh, and it's got 7,000 views for our first video, and to me that was like, whoa, shit, I, I, I wasn't ready for that. And their their big question to me, like I had this figured out, was uh, how, how how do you do that? And I, I I don't have that answer. Like you said, I think an important thing that people will always look for is genuineness and like real. And I just naturally am that way. I don't purposely try to put, you know, uh on a facade. I, I am very much who I am uh, at all times. I, I'll admit when I can joke around. Like you said, I can totally do that and it's no fine. No big deal. I've been doing that for, you know, years. That's how I cope with a lot of things is being able to joke around and be fucking, you know, a goof. Uh, but I also do have that serious side and I like showing that as well because you can't always be a meme. No, exactly. You can't always be a meme. It's not always going to be fun and game sort of thing. But yeah. one thing I've noticed is that, yes, you're crippled. Yes, your name is Young Crip. Mm-hmm. And while being crippled is a part of the persona in a way, that's the only word I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's not a crutch. You don't use mm-hmm. it as a crutch. You don't use it as a way for the... Like, that's the only... That's the thing like you're not just the crippled guy there is so much like obviously like your head works fine do you know what i mean you've got this great personality and that's like and it shows and it shows so much you've got so much like you've got so much to say as well the amount of videos that i've seen like i'll scroll through my feed and i'll see you put out a video video and i'm watching every single one because you've got so much to say you've got so much like you've got there's just you're a very smart person and you've got, it's hard to, I'm just trying to get the words out properly. You've got so much to talk about. You've got so much, and especially from your perspective, like as well, like from like a, like a crippled person, obviously, mm-hmm. and a smaller YouTuber as well. And somebody who's like, hasn't experienced, how, what's the word? You haven't experienced YouTube fame to an extent where, What's the word? You haven't ex- you haven't experienced YouTube fame to an extent where it's helping you like financially in all that sense, which which I'm linking to the fact that like you haven't taken your 
Well, would you call it a disability? I'll, will I call being crippled a disability? I'm just trying to think. What's the... Yeah. No, I, I definitely have yeah. a... Okay. I have my disability, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll call it a disability. <laughs> well, and it's not that... It hasn't got to the extent that your disability is helping you monetarily. Do you know what I mean? Right. And then... I, like, I think... <laughs> I, I think you're right. and Because, uh, trust me, I... Man, if I didn't have morals... And I, I would totally milk the shit dry for everything I could. But realistically, I, I can't bring myself to do that. I can't put, put on the camera and be like, what was me? Uh, you know, fucking mm. help me. I just I can't do that because realistically, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm not like, you know, well off by any means. But like, I, I'm doing fine, you know? It's, it's not like that. I do this because I genuinely love doing it. And it's just fun. Anything that comes from it, if people actually believe in me and want to help me further better my content in any way, I mean, I'll, I'll always be grateful for that. Now, you know, I, I'm okay with that, but I don't want it to be out of pity. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You don't want, you don't want that pity party. You don't want people just supporting you because of that. Because you, and that's the thing. You could easily do that. You could easily take advantage of that disability mm -hmm. and like how so many people have with not necessarily disability but their circumstances or even their fake circumstances like with Fousey and this whole I'm homeless and all that sort of thing and it's sort of like trying to get him back in the spotlight there's many yeah. ways you can frame the things around you to help you grow but as you said it's not moral I don't know how people could I don't know how people could do that no I don't I understand I, and that's the thing when uh, when I saw that whole Fousey two thing, that's when I was just like, wow, wow, like, man, just some people in this game really do it for for the notoriety. They do it because they want attention. Because like I I could never bring myself to do that, even if I'm in that position where I feel like it's totally justified for me to be like, hey, I need help. I I still probably would not do it. No, like neither would I. It's a, just a. I just couldn't. It's a tr it's a cry for <laughs> it's a cry for attention, and that's sort of how like you know, he got Fuzzy got knocked down quite a few pegs mm -hmm. with the whole colossal is crazy video. Absolutely. But it, well, at least in well, then again, did he? Because I don't think he lost a lot of his own fan base. I don't think it killed his fan base because there's a difference between that sort of mainstream YouTube fan base. And the fans of us, of the alternative sort of scene of YouTube, it only really oh, yeah. devalued him in our community. Didn't really affect yeah, him I, at all. No, and that's the thing. Like, when, when stuff like that happens, uh, like, even more recent example, like, with uh, the whole Jake Paul thing that's been going around, uh, we, we all know that Jake Paul and Logan Paul are just, like, I mean, I'm sure they're decent people, human beings. I'm not going to criticize them because I don't know them like that. But as far as their content goes, it, it's it's fucking shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's audience is its audience. They have their audience. And they know how to play it very well. And uh, even if one of them makes a dumb video, uh, and it's a shitty fucking music video, they're only gaining more fame from it. So we could make fun of it all we want. And whatever, but realistically, their careers are thriving. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They know their market. They know their audience. Mm-hmm. And the, f- the fact of the matter is, it's not, they're not going to be hurt. They're not going to be hurt. They're going to continue. Like, unless they did something really wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, like Keemstar, how Keemstar called that bloke a nigger. Nothing exactly. is going to happen. Like, like nothing, <laughs> unless there is something blatantly racist or blatantly um, offensive, nothing's going to happen. Nothing. Even even though that kid is that that video that music video of Jake Paul's is aimed at kids and there's a bunch of swearing in it, that's like not even bad yeah. enough for his for no. his value to go down at all. No, my, like <laughs> I think my rule of thumb with uh, stuff like that has always been. Uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity as long as you didn't <clears throat> as long as you didn't uh <laughs> it's a little dark I'm sorry I don't know how dark you you get on your podcast. no go dark <laughs> go dark go dark okay uh it, as long as you're not fucking kids or raping women you're fine you realistically like you could say maybe a few racist things and get away with it slightly depending on how racist you get not saying that like I'm out here doing it just saying i've seen careers go on i mean fucking look at gamestar he's doing fine um, so depending on really your level is, of racism yeah. now then i can do no. it <laughs> no but exactly like it really it's it's all that context as well like oh yeah absolutely but then again it, do, it doesn't even matter like okay keemstar was being blatantly racist yeah. blatantly racist obviously that's in the past now and people can change people can People can change their their morals and the way they do things, but in, oh, yeah, in the definitely. end, Keemstar's fine. Look at him; he's fucking like he's well, he's rich. He's rich. He's not just well off. He's quite. He's got a quite a bit oh, yeah. of money sitting there in the bank for sure. Oh yeah, he, he's a he's a very smart businessman. He knows how to do his shit. He really does. And in the end, like that's like that's the game. Like if you want to make money. Sometimes, in a like you've got you've got to sort of go with the market. You've got to sort of go with the attention. Controversy creates cash, even Absolutely. if it's from a from a random video that he recorded on a stream years and years ago. That's controversy. It's getting people's eyes on him. That's money in Keemstar's pocket in some way or fashion. More people watching Drama Alert. Yeah. More money in his pocket. And that's exactly that's the game. Attention is the game. Oh yeah, and Keemstar has fucking Absolutely. done it. He's done extremely well. He, I don't like. He's talented. He's talented. He knows how to talk, <laughs> but he's definitely not the most talented talker, or even the best at hosting the news. No, on, on YouTube. No, no. But no. He, he knows he, the game. He knows. Yeah, he knows how to play uh, the audience. He he is doing exactly what Jay Paul and them do in a different way. He knows his audience. And he knows how to get shit stirred up, and that just plays in his favor. And, I mean, to some level, I know people always have that debate on whether or not they like Gamestar or not, but, like, it, it, to me, it's not a matter of liking him, it's a matter of, like, knowing that he knows his shit. And he is, whether or not you support it or like it, he knows his shit. Because, I mean, we, we, still, we still talk about it, we still know him, we still fucking, you, you know, half of the shit that comes out of the community starts with him. Exactly. And that's what that's the game. And it's fun like a lot of the a lot of YouTubers who made videos on Jake Paul didn't know who he was before. I did just because, you know, I try to keep up with the big and small, the yep. shit and the good of YouTube. 
Oh, but yeah. a lot of people didn't know him. And the fact of the matter is now everybody knows who Jake Paul is. And oh, yeah. He's not just Logan Paul's brother now. He is that guy who made that sh- that music video that was really bad, but got millions of views. And then he can ride off that. He can ride the momentum of that for months and months. Oh, yeah. And, and it's really interesting, too, because uh, people that aren't within the uh, YouTube culture like we are... Um, because I was, I try explaining to uh, my my friends, like you know, uh, close IRL friends, uh, like the inner workings of how things are going on. Uh, just because that's relevant to my life and whatever, and uh, explaining how Jake Paul can get so popular, while meanwhile content creators that are tinier like us and uh, doing stuff like that are like that put a lot of work. An effort into what we do, but still not go anywhere with it. They just get so baffled with it. They're just like, I, "How is that? Well, how? Why is that?" And I'm just like, "I, I, I got nothing." People know how to market themselves. That's just what it boils down to, in my opinion. Well, it's exactly right. It's it's marketing yourself. It's getting people's eyes on you, no matter what way that is. Yeah, and it's like it's. Like with my channel, it's small, and I've and I've interviewed well one, of the released episodes that I've put out. There was one big YouTuber and Bionic Pig, over a hundred thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. and those videos have not cracked even five hundred. I don't think either of them have cracked two hundred views yet. And I've got my web yeah, series going it's on. Crazy. None of it's crazy, and it's like even collaborating in that sense hasn't helped me. And it's like, what oh, the yeah. fuck are you gonna do? Yeah. It's like, what, what can you do? Exactly. It's, like, it's the, funny. Like, mm. you, you it's can, how, how do you grow you can, it? Yeah, mm. like, you can collaborate in that sense. Like, <laughs> it's it's so shitty because, like, you, you see it in the community. You can collaborate together in a healthy way like you do. And uh, even more recent examples from my uh, remembering, uh, like, when Elvis is reaching out to uh, other YouTubers to, like, help him do little bits in his videos like not that they don't need help but like whatever it's healthy collaboration nonetheless and yeah, um exactly, yeah. and yeah sure i'm sure it helps to some degree but to, to see things like that and how small the growth they get as in comparison to how big um I just like uh <laughs> Like, okay, the uh, Cash Me Outside girl, how her negative shit did, like, boosted her beyond belief. She's on her way to be, like, just the fucking biggest thing to come on YouTube out of nowhere in a long time. And, yeah, you know what, it might not last. But the fact of the matter is, is that right now, it's popular. Yeah, and that's exactly it. But I personally don't think she's going to be big... No. For a long time, because it's they're cashing in on this big meme. It's a meme. It's a meme more than it is like her. Yeah, it's absolutely. the and exactly and like I've seen her. Like I've gone through her. Like I've seen been seen her on Twitter, and she's in all these big form. Well, they're most like they're former Viners videos and yeah. all these other. Like and a lot of them aren't even big. Like they were. They've more like. You know, the careers are dying, so they collaborate with her. 
and it's like, mm-hmm. like they like they people are trying to cash in on her now, and I don't think she's going to be very big for very long, no. unless she has some no. sort of reality show that's going to can like get her to new heights, which is quite unlikely. It's quite unlikely that's going to happen. Right. I don't think she's going to survive for a long time because she's got no. T- she has no. Ta- there's no talent in her. Like, there's no genuine, natural talent to... Like, she just says funny things. And, like, even her reaction videos are fucking dog shit. And, but it's, it's funny. Oh, yeah. It's, you, yeah, you know she's she's got... She's done it well when she's covered on Drama Alert. And she's covered on Drama Alert for saying something about Jacob Sartorius. And that's like, it was nothing. Nothing, and it's yeah. covered on Drama Alert. And she's done it. She's made it. It's sad. It yeah. really is. And that's all it takes, and you know, and then uh, that gets shit stirring. That gets people going, and now, now that's how their careers are boosted. And it's just, it's really disheartening, I think, for um, the up and comers on YouTube this day and age. Because at one point in time, it used to be you you put in hard work, and that hard work paid off. You know, that's how like before YouTube had drama. Before YouTube had shit like that, it was just about, you know, making videos, and that's all it was. And people could grow from that. Uh, now it's uh, <laughs> you can put in hard work, definitely, and there's a slight chance that you can get popular from that hard work, and it pay off. But a guaranteed success is clickbaiting, it's lying, it's drama, and it it's shit. It's very it's it's very disheartening for. Anybody that wants to jump on the on the YouTube train now, yeah, it really is. It's you've what it is about. There's no way like it's much harder to get to a million subscribers now than it was even like a year ago because that like there's the market is so saturated. There's <laughs> so much like there's so many like big names already. It's going to be hard to cut through. It's really hard to cut through. But in saying that. I'd rather grow small. I'd rather grow slowly and steadily and build that audience rather than go to like, even I would hate to make 10,000 subscribers in just a month. Like, obviously that'd be really cool, but like, I know that not, I know that that 10,000, not all of them are going to stay and watch regularly. I just know it. Mm -hmm. Like even if I got a a huge shout out by someone, it's highly unlikely they're going to stay. It really is. It's oh, yeah. I, I remember like, getting, I seeing mm. a bunch of channels just because somebody I used to watch would shout them out, and I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to check them out. And I would watch a handful of videos and be like, huh, if it didn't catch my interest right away, I would not stick around. See, that's why I think it's important. Like what you're doing, you're on Twitter constantly. You're constantly in my feed, and that is a very good thing. Mm-hmm. And like, like... You know, there might be some posts that I just skip over and that's just how people's minds work. Yeah. There's, then there's some and it's like, oh, who posted this funny meme? It's Young Crip. That, that means Young Crip is in my head again. And that's the thing, like, you oh, yeah. have only put out four videos and you are one of the people I wanted to have on my podcast first. Like, how crazy is that to think, really? Yeah, and I appreciate it because I think that Again, I, I unintentionally and unknowingly kind of market it in a different way because I, mm. I, I, 
when <laughs> the whole Twitter reply boy drama was going on with Keemstar and all those guys, uh, and I think uh, um, it was <laughs> it was probably started because uh, of Ricky around that era, because <laughs> mm. Ricky he was everywhere, and I I didn't <laughs> I I don't know if anybody will take my word on it, but I swear we uh, started doing that separately unknowing each other we i had no idea who ricky was uh <laughs> until i started seeing him constantly like doing creepy weird shit you know and i'm like who is this kid who is this fucking guy uh flicking his tongue at me i'm uncomfortable and has a weird boner uh but <laughs> the, the difference between him and i was that like i would try and participate in a conversation that was going on uh, at the time between a YouTuber, like, if there was something I feel I could add, like, a different uh, perspective on a certain subject matter. Like, I never wanted to intrude. I never wanted to, you know, be a, be, like, cringy, like, 13-year-old that just, like, screeches in a video and it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I wanted I to feel I, hmm. as if I was participating in something to add in. Which I think you've done. I definitely think you've done it. Like, you're completely opposite to a Ricky. You're not Ricky. You're a more a more grounded, less comedic, crippled guy. That came out weird, but yeah. that's exactly what you are. Like, you're not the... It's, you're not replying just to be funny. Like, a lot of, like, obviously, there's, there's your, like, your, that's the thing. As we mentioned before, your videos, like, obviously, you are crippled and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But if you just heard the audio to your videos, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know at all. Right. You know what I mean? You're just talking to the camera and you're just replying and you're replying to a situation or a tweet or whatever. And that's it. Like you're, that's not. It's not your crutch. It's just you no. talking, and it's you. It's your personality. It's young Crip. See, I, I think I compare it to. Uh, I, I don't know if you uh, had this uh, growing up, but I know I certainly did here in America, where we had the uh, the really heavy, uh, I guess SJW presence. Growing up, and like when I went to high school, you know, I would. But a lot of my friends uh, were on the more liberal side. Not that I don't believe in anything. It's just I. Huh, that's another talk. But the point was that a lot of my friends, their whole existence, person, like centered around one thing, like, and that one thing was who they were. That's what made them who they were. Like. If I had a friend that was gay, that was what they were. They were gay. And not that I don't support, you know, gay rights or gay people. It's just like, is that really all you are? Is that is that it? Like, yeah, your whole existence is centered around the fact that you just love sucking dick? Like, I mean, you know, my, my existence hmm. cannot center around my disability because I just cannot do that. I am so much more. I have different hobbies. I have different interests. I, I like to talk about uh, movies, you know, games, shit like that. Like, I, I'm i more than just my disability. 
Exactly. And it's like, it's one of those, like, okay, if I heard somebody say that, uh, you're, you're more than just your disability. Like when I was at, like at high school and it was on one of the posters in class, it's something I would laugh at. And it's like, do people actually think, do people actually think that? Do people actually think they're like, that's just what they are, their disability or their, an, an aspect of them. Like they're like being, look, being gay, but it's funny because people do people Mm -hmm. like they take one aspect of themselves and they just blow it out of the water. They just blow it up and that's what they are. And it's sad. There's so much more to people. There's the, it really is. And that's exactly my point because it's, it is such a cliche thing to say. And that's why I don't really like saying it. Like I'm more than my disability because you're right. It is something to like laugh at just because it's like, well, obviously you are, but the fact that people even have to say that is just sad because people get wrapped up in wanting to be this, like, unique little snowflake that people crave to be, and it's just like, ugh, you're not. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Um, I want to talk about what wanted you, what inspired you to, like start making videos on YouTube? Like, obviously, you started on Twitter. Yeah. Was YouTube the game that you wanted to get into? Um, well, if, if I go back far enough, around graduating high school, I went through, like, that obvious period of, like, what do I do now with life? And, because I didn't really have any plans or goals. It's just, like, I tried out college for a little while, and it just wasn't for me and I took like a year off to just kind of figure out what it is I wanted to do with life or even where I belonged and that kind of deep philosophical existent- like existential shit so uh, in the meantime I uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of YouTube I watched a lot of YouTube and Netflix and that kind of became a daily routine waking up watching YouTube and in doing that I kind of became invested with a lot of different channels and a lot of different people. And uh, now I just slowly developed more into wanting to interact with these people because I would see something and I'd be like, man, I have such a strong opinion on this. Like, I want to get that out there. And I thought about doing YouTube for a while, but like, again, it was just not knowing certain aspects of it, like editing and Stuff like that. Like, I knew basic editing. It's just, I don't know. I never really had the commitment to do it. And uh, so I thought a smaller base, you know, like a more simple version, was Twitter. And I could just make quick little replies to certain content creators that were doing things at the time. And uh, it it picked up traction. I think uh, I really owe it a lot to uh, Mr. Bunty King. Because he was the one that uh, kind of gave me the time of day and took me serious and uh, had conversations with me and ended up doing a, a short little bit because people were, at the time of me gaining popularity, uh, and I still get it till this day, but they were just saying, oh, you're just a, you're a Ricky clone. That's all you are, you know? Quit trying to be like Ricky. Even though, like, we're... The only similarity, if you want to make it, is we're crippled. But even then, we don't even have the same disease. So, like, it's a shitty comparison, to say the least. 
and uh, Bunty was really pissed off about that and uh, went on quite a huge tangent on being clones. Yeah, it's fun. It's people will jump on shit like that. People will jump on one little thing and go for it. Like how Bionic Pig is basically like he's he put out a new album and it's like, oh, you're just pink guy, you're just copying Filthy Frank. And yeah. how even, oh, Chris Raygun, oh, you're just an iDubs clone. Yeah. And all this other shit, it's all, this, and like, okay, you can see it. it, you can see the inspiration, even if it's not inspiration, it's just coincidence. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like, just do oh, yeah. you. Make good content. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. And it was really bad there for a minute, because like, uh, I, I, I remember getting replies, like, my DMs were open to the public. At the beginning, and I, I would get, like, extreme trolls. Like, it, it, I'm not scared of it. It was just, like, just hilarious how, like, just pissed off people would get. And, like, just death threats, like, automatically, right off the bat. Like, oh, man, I wish your fucking disease would kill you sooner so Ricky Berwick could be the only one left. And I'm like, all right, man, cool. Thank you for taking the that's- time out of your day. Like, that's fucking, that's fucking dark and just wrong, but it's funny, just just so Ricky Berwick can be the crippled guy on Twitter. Like, who, like, fuck me. Like, and if you're going to be a good troll, be a good troll. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, like, that's shit. That's dog shit. That's horrible. That's my philosophy, too. Like, if you're going to troll, do it, do it good. Like, be original, be funny. That's my philosophy about it. You're right. And, like, uh... <laughs> and you know it's so funny. Like, if they want to complain about like people copying one another, like uh, how many like straight white dudes are in the commentary community, like talking about the same subjects, like and, and in comparison to how many crippled people are on Twitter making reply videos, two. <laughs> mm, <laughs> exactly. Laughing? And there's all yeah. It's it's stupid. It's stupid. Like there's all these commentary channels talking about the same thing. They're all just. A guy with a camera in their room talking yep. about like, and they, you know, they usually make the same points. They sometimes they usually make the same jokes as well, which is quite sad. And yeah. it's just like, let's talk about what's popular, and then that's it. Like, obviously, there's different personality traits that some of them have, but a lot of the time, it's the exact same fucking thing. Like, that's why it's good that I really like how Elvis has sort of gone from, you know, talking about just like. like more current things to like he's done a lot of weirder things and now he's got his um people ruin everything yeah now he's done with i'm just trying to think what's what has he done recently um with that um there was one big oh there was the rick and morty one that's a big one that i remember watching yeah that was recently and not many like who has done a video on the weird side of the fandom of rick and morty or any of the things that he's covered or even oh, the yeah. weird side of fandom of anything in general. It's very unique. It's just very simple, but it's very unique. Nobody's done it. Yeah. No, and it's people like Elvis and, um, uh, like, even I Hate Everything. Like, those those two, as far as content goes, I, I really admire and respect because it is something different, but it's still very entertaining. Mm, yeah, it, it really is. And that's... It's like, how do you cut through, and they've done it very well. They've cut through that sort of, they've cut through all the shit, 
like it could, because a lot of people who make really good content and quality content are struggling to cut through. Like they yeah. might get to a hundred thousand subscribers and they might get a bit of an audience, but they're struggling to cut through and continue to grow. They become very stagnant. Oh, definitely. It's like it. It's hard. It's like as it's the question. Why? How do you grow? It's it's really hard. Like I still don't know. I still don't know. I use all these te- like you people use all these techniques that other YouTubers use, and it just doesn't work. It's oh no. It's like the, the the game is attention, but how do you get attention? Like yeah. I'm trying to do that with this podcast. Two episodes a week now, trying to get talk with different people, different topics, and like like obviously I'm having I'm having fun. I don't care if I don't get paid for a long, long, long time, or grow at all no, for a long, you. long, long time. But it's like you know, in the back of my head, what am I doing wrong? How do no, I you, change this? You, How do I go? You are totally justified in that feeling because like. That that was a thing with me there for a short while was, uh, you know, am I is am I, is my heart in the right place, in doing this and because I have that con that conflict of uh, feeling and I think it's a natural feeling it's just a human being thing especially if you're doing YouTube like this like you would do it because it's fun yes but there is that gratification feeling that you we all want to say like our hard work paid off or something and we we get that recognition you know through you know <laughs> shit like comments and likes and views and, and there's nothing wrong with that i think that's just a part of how it is and uh even though we might be satisfied with our work if we don't get those certain things it can be a little devastating it can be a little hurtful uh and i i think you're right it's just a matter of trying to figure out how to do that properly because uh <laughs> that i got into an art like a little debate between uh somebody about the cash me outside girl because uh, i was like yeah no it's doesn't surprise me how simple she blew up and somebody was like well is it really that simple and i was like well i mean kind of <laughs> and they were like well how come then everyone's not famous and i was like because people have morals like, if I wanted to, if I and I knew how to market it, yeah. I, I guarantee you I could probably at least get 100k by the end of the year. I, I could do that. If I wanted to be a fucking dick and, a, like, immoral douchebag, I totally could. But I don't want to, because that's not how I want to do it. And it's not as easy as the whole... Because there was a while where it was just, let's cover a trending topic. Oh, yeah. And I'll grow a little bit. But now that fad has just died yeah. because it's gotten, it's, it's very saturated now. Yeah. It's extremely, it's, bec- it's become the Minecraft of 2017. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like you, you're not going to grow just covering the most popular no. things. No, no, no. But then, and there's so then luck. what's the new thing? There is luck. There is luck. Def- yeah. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. No, luck, luck is, a, is a big, big factor in those things too as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I won't deny that. Uh, so then, how do you how do you grow if like I still can't answer the question? Like I do, it's hard. I don't like. There's obviously there's so many different components to it, but is it that hard? Like I can't just put out like it's because it's a lot of people just think let I'll put out content even if it's like it could be one video a week, two videos a week, three videos, daily videos. Nothing guarantees success. 
No. Content, no, the amount of content you put out does not guarantee success at all. I don't understand, like, and people don't understand that. Like, I think you did really well because you sort of built that audience beforehand. And I'm sure yep. that a, quite a bit of your audience will watch your videos regularly. I really do. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, but then again, it's like, hmm, yeah. I, I feel very comfortable in the fact that if I decided to choose to upload daily, that it would very, very much help because I already have a growing audience and that would only help it grow faster. Um, but I, I just can't do that. I can't bring myself to do it. Not that I dock anybody that puts out content daily. Uh, it's just the way that I like to do shit. There's no way that I could and feel comfortable with what I'm putting out. It would be shit. Yeah, like, and it's... you got to... If you put out something, you want it to be quite decent. Yeah. You want it to be quality. You don't want to just pump out a video for the sake of pumping out a video. Which no, no, is no. what a lot of people do. They, they'll they just put out shit. Like, even if it's one video a week, it'll help, they'll just put out shit just for the sake of putting out shit. People don't put time and effort into what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They really don't. Like, they just, they just want to put it out. Like, to an extent, like, to an extent, like, content is the king. Content is the thing that's going to get people's eyes on you. But if you're going to put out something that's drastically bad and it's not supporting something else, like, for example... With my web series, I've got a commentary mm-hmm. to it, but it's like it's not the best. It's probably the worst thing, like some of the the worst stuff. Not saying like it's horrible, horrible, but it's like out of everything else that goes up, it's probably the worst thing. But it's right. supporting something else. It's supporting the web, like the Marty's Internet Show itself. It's supporting the main thing. But but okay, a lot of people put out say. videos, and that's yeah. So like, and then people just put out videos and. Like, yeah, it's it's a video that you're putting out. And it's, in a way, it's supporting, like, your brand. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit different because it's not supporting other content. It's not supporting, like, it's just, it's one of the main things you put out. And it's average. And yeah, if it's, it's If people watch constantly average videos, they're going to think you're average. And it's, oh, for sure. it's shit that people won't stick around and all that sort of stuff. But, like, not everybody thinks like us. Do you know what I mean? Like, not everybody is not smart enough, but they're not mindful enough to, okay, this video was all right, but I can see the potential. I'm going to subscribe and stick around. You're like... Oh, yeah, definitely. One out of a hundred people are going to do that. One out of a hundred. Probably even less than that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for sure, without a doubt. Like, I think the... uh, When I started gaining traction... There, there was a good handful of people that reached out to me, like, and that was scary because now I'm a bit more mindful and I'm aware. Uh, but they, they saw, it was like a, like that stereotypical thing where it's like they see an up and comer with potential, and they just they want to try and take like take advantage of that right away, you know, get get a get a head start before they get too big, and then leech off of that. And uh, I've had my fair share of that, and people would come to me, like, giving me, like, rules on what I need to do in order to gain, uh, I guess, more notoriety, subscribers, views, and shit like that. And the biggest thing everyone told me was constantly upload. Upload as frequently as you can. And I told them 
all. Like, I, I cannot do that. I, I just cannot commit to that for multiple reasons. But the biggest one was I, I know without a doubt I would just not be happy with what I was putting out. And it would put way too much stress on me and I couldn't do it. And I, I would not commit to that. And every one of them were like, well, you're not going to, you're not going to make it then. Your, your channel's going to die. And I'm like, well, I mean, okay, then so be it. But it's not true. No. It doesn't, like, it's like, it's a, it's a hard thing to decide what your schedule is, but, okay, let's look at Filthy Frank. Last year, I think he only put out 14, 15 videos over the entire year. And look at that. He's still, he's more popular than he ever was. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, he had a bit of a fan base beforehand. And that's the argument people have said to me. Oh, like, because I've, like, I've been uploading episodes of my web series, like, once every month. And there's supporting content in between. And that's just because, like, I cannot put out, like, weekly or bi-weekly actual pieces of main content every like very constantly because it's hard it's a lot of effort that goes into it and as well as that if you put oh, out yeah. like without a doubt. you put out a comedy video every week it's going to like kill your channel you're going to go through every single idea it's not going to be good yeah without a doubt. like a not at yeah exactly but like people think people that i've talked to even some close friends have said oh well he had a big audience beforehand i don't think that necessarily matters I really don't. If you put out a video every two weeks and you're staying relevant in other ways, which you are for sure on Twitter, yeah. like it's as simple as that. You're going to stay relevant. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's oh, stupid. Yeah. It's stupid that people think that you just have to upload. Look at all these channels that'll, that'll upload regularly and they're not growing and their content is shit and you know, nothing's going to, nothing's going to happen for them. They're never going to become a successful YouTuber because they're doing it for the wrong they're doing it for the wrong reasons like they're doing they're doing things the wrong way yeah. like, well, like but then again what what is the wrong way there's no right like there is okay there is a wrong way there has to be a wrong way of putting out content but there's many I, right I believe ways so. yeah yeah i think there's no doubt there's right and wrong depending on the circumstance depending on the person and uh just because to me, it, it people, the, the channels that grow and have the most loyal fan base, I feel they, the audience feels very connected with that individual or those individuals uh, putting out the content. Like, to me, I don't watch a lot of, uh, like, I, I guess, Let's Players, but I mm. religiously every day watch Game Grumps. And I have for a long time, and that's because Ego Raptor, I followed him when he was on Newgrounds. And I thought he was fucking hilarious. He was an amazing animator. And as soon as I heard he was doing, you know, uh, gaming videos, that, that wasn't my thing, but I, I liked him enough to see what that meant. And now I am so heavily invested with these people because they just seem so down to earth. So real, so genuine, and like they feel like they could be your friend. And uh, I feel like that that's also very important to come across as... Uh, it, it, it's scary because you, how much of yourself do you really want to put out there? 
And I get that. I totally understand that some people don't feel comfortable putting themselves out there a lot, and some people put themselves out there a little too much <laughs> on Ezeon. And it's like, <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need to find that balance, you know? Uh, and that's hard to say, too. But I feel very comfortable with who I am, and I don't do anything, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not out here uh, pouring my heart and soul to, to to everyone, but I I do feel comfortable enough to be very op- open and honest. Well, so in saying that, so like, there's that's the key to really growing. It's be someone like like this. Like you want to make yourself like seem as if you can be a friend to these people and yeah. be very genuine and all that sort of thing. Two examples that are almost well. To different degrees, but nearly the complete opposite, are Filthy Frank and Idubs. So Filthy Frank is just a character. Right. He's like Joji is quite. What's the? Well, he's quite. Even him, like the person himself, is quite. Um, he's very shut in. He's not very like he's not very open. He doesn't show a lot of his. Like obviously, he uploads all these images of like what he's doing and blah blah blah. But there's not much personal stuff that he puts out True. and then i dubs even him him either he plays the character i dubs and like on twitter there's not much no. like he's not really personal at all Mm-mm. what's the difference and the only thing i can think of is that they're genuinely good at what they do yeah like they, they genuinely make people laugh oh it's, yeah hilarious like they're really they're really really good like obviously you can be pretty funny and you mix that with being, like, being open and genuine and that. And then you will do really, 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 really well. But they just have to rely on how fucking funny they are. Oh, yeah. And that to is me, very I, like, unique. I will, Not many people can do that. They, they are very, very talented individuals and very smart. They are very, like, very intelligent individuals. And they are masters of their craft. Uh, me, I, <laughs> maybe I'll get there one day where I can, like find the thing that I, I know without a doubt like this is what I'm good at and this is what I'm confident with and I can totally ride that but uh, I, I, I'm I still getting my feet wet with uh, the whole you know making content and I'm growing and I'm learning and it's a fun experience but I think where I feel most comfortable is just uh, be coming off as that genuine person because I feel like there's a lot of YouTubers that kick off the game uh, and feel like they need to put on this, like, mask. It's like a persona, you know? And it's just, it, it, you can't do that. Like, I mean, you can, and sometimes it works. I mean, fucking, who, who am I to say what's right and wrong? But, like, I don't feel very connected to those people. You know, I don't like watching shit like a Kobo Cop. You know, like, because you can tell, like, if that's how he acts, like, outside of his YouTube videos, I would never hang out with him. I I would consider getting him mental help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Well, once, before we get to the tail end of things, I wanted to talk about, so your first four videos, they were a QA and a video, a sort of remake of iDub's Pokemon Go video parody, a story, a story time video, essentially. Yep. And a reaction video. Yeah. What sort of videos do you want to make? Like, what do you want to regularly make? Like, from what I can see, you're sort of experimenting in a way. Oh, yeah. 
what what's the vision for Young Crip? What's the, the vision for your channel? Oh, that is a that's a <laughs> it is a big question. It is a good question. <laughs> um, well, I guess where I would like to eventually experiment and do uh, is kind of along the lines of how I, I saw videos like Max Mofo and Filthy Frank, like when they were just doing dumb, reckless meme shit. And I thought that was just so fucking hilarious because you could also tell that they were just genuinely having a good time and just having fun and being just dumb with friends. And like it could all come together and be a, a funny thing. And even the audience was like, they love it. And it's a good time. And to me, like those are videos that I can watch and just love because I can feel the the good vibes that come from that. Uh, but I also do like to feel more connected and have those moments where I can kind of uh, just open up and and be uh, share share a bit of my mind. I I think that's also another thing I wanted to try and. Uh, do more lately but again it's just a matter of like can are people gonna watch for the memes or are people gonna watch for me uh, and mm-hmm. I I had this whole part of my brain that I would love to share with the world and get off my chest because I, I don't want to say that like I'm this deep philosophical fucking human being but I definitely do feel given the circumstances that I have in life, uh, I have a bit of an insight that a lot of people aren't going to necessarily see at our age. And I feel like it's important because I'm I'm not going to uh, have a lot of time here, uh, spoiler alert for life, (laughs) that, uh, so, so, and I don't want that to bring people down. I want that to encourage people i want that to to like people to see that and be like if 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 that motherfucker can be happy uh i have no reason not to be happy myself yeah exactly it's in like not many people not many like for like i don't think ricky would do the same like i don't think ricky would sort of because that's just not like how his no, that's just not who character he is. is he wouldn't yeah it's just not who he is you're in a unique position to do so. And I feel like you have incredible growth in both senses. Like to do that sort of personal, real stuff. As well as this like really funny comedy stuff. Because there's so much you can do. Like with, like not to use it as a crutch. But to use it as a part of the story. Like yeah. using your disability as part of of jokes. And sort of homegrown memes in a way. Like there's so much you Absolutely. can do with it, without without making it a crutch. At the same time, it's just like a small aspect of it. Like look at your po- the, the Pokemon parody video, like the like. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? it's, you can do it. You can do it really well without it overshadowing the video itself. It's just yeah, you got to put that. You got to figure it out because people would just there's there's always going to be people who just go, oh, you're using your disability to. Oh, without a doubt. Like <laughs> without a no, doubt, without a doubt, to make yourself grow, and it's but like, it's not going away. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you're gonna like. Why not joke about it? As you said, like, it's like as you said, you it's a coping it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. If it helps, like, if it makes you laugh, if you're gonna laugh, like, if do you know what I mean? It's laughing is 
is the best medicine. Laughter is the best medicine. It's gonna it's gonna help. And no, like if that gets yeah, you through life, just laughing at things. You can't take life too seriously at the same time. Oh no. You just you just can't. No, I I, I figured out a long time ago that you need to keep in mind the things in your life that are bringing you down and analyze them enough to say what are the things that are bothering me that I can work on and potentially change and what are the things that are bothering me that I can't that I have no control over that those are just things that are and I there's nothing I can do and when you figure those things out you have to learn to accept them and cope with them in your own way and my disability is not something that I can change it's out of my control and it's going to be there for the rest of my life uh the best way i can cope with it is just to not take it serious because it's not going to change and um but with that being said there are definitely days when i'm not okay and i and i get down and i get depressed but that's okay that's a part of life you're not going to be you know happy 24 7 uh no exactly but it's also not the end of the world you you take the time you need uh to cope and get through it and the next day it's a it's a new day this has been a we are on we production head to on we.tv for more